Ah, Hi. yes. Long time no see. You are a dream for As the coronavirus pandemic took hold, a new right-wing government rose to power in Slovenia. The regime was formed by the Slovenian Democratic Party, led by Janis Janša, a politician known for corruption controversies, strange sources of wealth and attacks on journalists. Since July, his government has been leading the Council of the EU's rotating presidency and his far-right agenda is proving a real threat to fundamental rights across the EU. Europe's centre-right leadership has since found themselves finally having to face the consequences of their years of cozying up to this Viktor Orban-loving, Trump-supporting conspiracy theorist. The chickens had come home to roost and Jancha has wasted little time in using his presidency to double down on his far-right agenda, providing key support to other governments eager to attack fundamental rights internationally. Welcome to Left Takes on the EU, a podcast from the left in the European Parliament. I am Sonja and in this episode we look at how the far-right government in Slovenia has profoundly changed political discourse in the country. We will hear refugees' perspective on how tolerance of human rights violations at EU borders impacts and destroys lives and livelihoods, and we discuss how far-right governments, seeking to mainstream an agenda of hate, are cooperating internationally and what the EU should be doing about it. First up, we spoke to Slovenian Member of Parliament Violeta Tomic about Janša's impact on the country since he became Prime Minister in 2020. We met Violetta at our study days conference in Ljubljana, during a week in which Prime Minister Janša labeled left MEPs terrorists via Twitter. Tomic says this is typical of his violent attempts to undermine political debate in Slovenia and beyond. How would you say Janis Janša has changed the political climate in Slovenia? Well, he changed it uh, very quickly and very radically. In just uh, two years, he changed the way we see each other. Everybody hates everyone. And he started with uh, extreme hate speech to migrants, to towards uh, press, media, towards uh, uh, NGOs. People have spoken about it being a new normal. What does that mean? Yes, it is new normal because uh, he doesn't respect any law, any constitution, any uh, whatever we say in parliament, it doesn't matter. He just, uh, during the night, say what will be next day and uh, this is new normal. And the uh, result of this new normal is that people uh, have enough. And so thousands and thousands went on the streets to protest. And uh, we had prote protests every Friday, almost 80 Fridays since uh, Janša is on power. We've seen how 
this effect, this type of leader affects media in Hungary, in the United States. How has the media reacted to Yamsha? First, they reacted with self-censorship. Everyone who is brave enough to speak is attacked so violently that it's better to remain silent. You know, they attack you, your family, your relatives, whatever. And uh, most of the people they do, do not want to expose. So uh, this self-censorship is very strong. The problem is that his medias he owns and Orban owns as well, they produce so many fake news that you cannot you cannot survive with this. We have no no possibilities to say the truth. So most of the people they just remain silent. There is mounting evidence of asylum seekers being subjected to inhuman and degrading treatment with migrants forcibly pushed back over EU borders. For years, Yansha has been using anti-migrant rhetoric to scaremonger and justify human rights violations. We spoke to a refugee who wishes to remain anonymous to hear his testimony of the real-life impact of far-right policies on people and the violence experienced by migrants at borders in Slovenia and elsewhere. With the EU, I, I have this question to ask. What do they consider before saying somebody is guilty of a crime? Because getting to see what is happening at the borders, you and I know very well that many media, individuals have been reporting about it. So you can't tell me all those people are making false allegations. No. They are all telling the truth in one way or the other. I want them, I want the EU to stand for what they claim they are. Let their word turn into action. They know what to do. They know the right thing to do and how to go about it. Let them do it. And hold those who are guilty of the crime, accountable to their action. Talking about the Slovenian. Well, I don't have much to say, but I want them to know every individual has his dignity to keep. Let's stop the brutality. They will say they are not the one doing the, the brutality or the dehumanization and the rest they are a big complice of those doing that if a stranger comes to your house to beg for help assistance why he's being pushed outside to be killed Slovenia helps and makes and legalize the theft that has been going on in the EU borders Finally, left MEP Marlin Björk has been sounding the alarm on growing right-wing attacks on civil liberties for years. 
Recently, she went to Hungary to examine the situations as part of a European Parliament delegation. Most of the MEPs on the trip highlighted the worrying atmosphere in the country. Before the arrival of the delegation and during their visit, government-friendly media engaged in a smear campaign running homophobic and sexist stories attacking Björk. We asked her to describe the broader implications of far-right parties running governments within the EU and what we can do about it. How has the EU dealt with having a far-right government at the helm of its most important institution? Well, I would say uh, very badly. Janos Jansa has his uh, uh, member of the EPP group where he sits comfortably, where they don't actually uh, take the measures that they should in order to pressure him to uh, to to come back to democratic values and the rule of law and the respect for human rights. So I think this is extremely uh, dangerous trends, and I cannot see why the biggest group in the European Parliament the EPP, is protecting him by complicity, by not saying, by not speaking out against him sufficiently. Ursula von der Leyen, the head of the European Commission, comes from the same party. Why is she so silent? Why do they let him uh, go on like this? Yes, I think that by now it's well known and, and uh, uh, accepted at EU level finally that Orban has steered Hungary into a very authoritarian uh, regime where, where you know the rule of law, human rights, media freedom, all that is being uh, slowly but surely dismantled and the situation is very serious. So our uh, delegation there from the Committee of Civil Liberties from the European Parliament went there to, to highlight that. Uh, we were um, smeared in government-controlled media uh, and it was grotesque, it was homophobic, it was sexist, it was all you can imagine. I think now we see that since the EU has not acted against Hungary, it has spread. We have Hungary and Poland, where the situation of rule and law democracy is very bad. We see that Janusz Janza wants to do the same thing here in Slovenia. What it teaches us is that there is a spreading effect and we are responsible because if we don't stop it in one country we will see it in the one country after the other and it's a right-wing conservative uh, uh, authoritarian uh, movement that knows no boundaries and facing that we in the left we are prepared to make coalitions make sure that we stop this it means that we have to link also the uh, deterioration of rule of law uh, and democracy to the respect for human rights. Because where you don't respect rule of law uh, and, and, and democracy, human rights and fundamental rights will be trampled upon. What ideally would the EU do in reaction to far-right initiatives, measures and far-right government rhetoric in general? Well, it's known that the EU has, uh, uh, is actually lacking uh, institutional mechanisms to deal with countries that take this authoritarian uh, direction. And the, the conditionality mechanism now that is linked to the EU budget has to kick in. It has to kick in and be used against Hungary and Poland immediately. Uh, because that would send a very strong signal. I would like to see that the political leaders that actually have uh, the possibility to influence these political leaders. As I said, these are right-wing authoritarian uh, movements and political parties. The EPP, Ursula, why are you so quiet? Janusz Jansa is taking uh, Slovenia on an authoritarian road. She should say stop. She should have said stop yesterday for that. So on the one hand, use those institutional mechanisms that we are trying to put in place. And on the other hand, 
political pressure from all political families that claim to be decent. That's all for now. If you want to know more about our views on democracy and fundamental rights, you can go to our website at left.eu or you can follow us on our social media. Thanks for listening and see you next month with more left takes on the EU from the COP26 climate conference in Glasgow. In the meantime, keep on fighting. Dejimo Skupai.